Mark Santiago here, and welcome to the Empowered AF Podcast, where each episode we share powerful strategies to help you communicate, act, and lead like an empowered man. Thanks for joining me. Fuck hump day, man. Forget hump day. Don't worry about no hump day. Today is the first day of the rest of your life if you choose it to be. So what I'm going to be talking about uh, this morning is the idea of venting. A lot of you in our group, a lot of you that I talk to as clients, a lot of you that don't even know me yet, uh, want to do venting. You want to vent about the shit that is happening in your life. And if you've seen some of my comments around the idea of why I don't think venting is the best idea, today is the day. I'm going to drop some uh, some knowledge on you, drop some wisdom on you, and hopefully you'll understand why I don't advocate for just venting. Now, uh, I have a counseling slash therapy background, and I understand the concept of talk therapy, and I get where that comes from, and I and I understand that sometimes we just want to just get it out and 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 explain ourselves and and just just vent and just throw shit against the wall and say this is what i'm feeling and blah 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 um but what i want you to do is take a different position and as much as i'm good with therapy and 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 those types of things what i found is that it's not always the most beneficial what's up justin it's not always the most um effective and efficient solution for guys especially guys who don't know how to articulate what they're actually feeling, right? What will happen is a guy will come into our group and he'll complain. He'll she, she, she on everything. He'll talk about how she's this and she's done this to me and she's hurt me and, and all of this and, and all that venting. Here's what I want you to do. Think about all the venting you've done to your friends, to your father, to your mother, to your sister, to your brother, to whoever, whomever you have vented to. And I want you to think about this. Has your venting done anything positive for you other than give you a little bit of a relief? More than likely, it has not done shit for you. So while venting to give you a relief or some sort of release uh, feels good in the moment and you don't feel as tense, you don't feel as much pressure, you don't feel as much whatever, because physiologically you've, you've allowed things to come out of your body, uh, allowed it to come out of your cells. And while it feels good in the moment, it doesn't actually change the dynamics of what you're actually doing and what your situation is. So this video, this podcast, this episode is for you if you want to actually transform your situation, if you want to transform your life. If you don't give a fuck about those things, then this is not for you. Go back to just venting. Go vent in some other group. Go vent with some other person. Let them listen to you all that you want. You'll complain. You'll got. You'll say gossip. You'll you'll do all those things. If that's you, go for it, homie. Go for it. Okay. If that's not you. Stand down and listen. Okay. So when I want to talk about this, is there's there's this idea about pressure, and so pressure builds up in us, and when we we vent, we're venting because all this pressure is is happening. Okay. And so, so stress comes, we, we build up pressure, our wives do something bad, our job does something bad, our kids do something bad, and we start building up pressure, building up pressure, building up pressure. And so what happens is when we start feeling too much pressure, we start to want to vent that pressure. We want to start getting rid of that pressure. 
And that's because this idea that too much pressure is bad. Um, when you have too much pressure, it can lead to heart attack. It can lead to mental illness. It can lead to depression. It can lead to all kinds of things when you have too much pressure. So it's a natural response for your body and for your mind to want to vent, to talk out what you're feeling in your body because you're feeling frustrated. You're feeling ashamed. You're feeling fear. You're feeling all of these things and all that pressure is building up and you want to release it so that you don't go insane, so that you don't go crazy. What's up, Donald? So that you don't have depression, so that you don't have a heart attack. So you release the pressure, okay? So too much pressure is bad because it, it leads to heart attacks, mental illness, depression, etc. But at the same time, too little pressure is bad as well. Because when you've let go of the pressure, you come to a place of complacency, apathy, and you don't give a fuck anymore. Now, the don't give a fuck, DGAF, is not always a bad thing. And we could talk about that on a totally separate call, episode, whatever. But what we don't want to do is let off the pressure so much so that we don't actually change, that we don't actually transform. You've heard me say this a million times that your tears are meant to get an ROI on. Like you can leverage your tears to get an ROI on what you've invested emotionally. But it's up to you to leverage those tears. Most guys won't leverage the tears because they don't want to put in the work. They don't want to, they don't want to actually call themselves to account. You, you, you don't want to actually go, oh shit, this is hard. This is emotionally draining. And so you back out and you say, well, this is too much. I can't do it. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Because you're not leveraging the pressure. You're not taking the pressure and putting it into a healthy place. So we have the two dichotomies. We have too much pressure which leads to a heart attack, mental illness. We have too little pressure, which is bad, complacency, apathy. I was talking to a guy uh, this morning, actually, who had come to me a couple months ago wanting to join our program, and he was in all kinds of bad shape. And I, I was like, you know what, man? I don't know if you're in the right frame of mind. And he, and he really wasn't. Um, if you're overly emotional, if you have so much pressure and you don't know how to regulate some of that pressure, you're going to be in a bad place. So we try to find guys that are kind of in the middle where they've got the pressure build up, but and they know they need to do something about it, but they're not willing to quit at the same time. And so we're able to work with them. That guy was not in that place. And but at the same time, he had built up all this pressure and was depressed. He was crying. He was all over the fucking place. And I caught up with him this morning and was like, what's you know, what's going on? How are, how are things going? He's like, oh, I've pretty much let her go and and I just, I moved on, which means basically I'm dating around and I don't care. I don't care anymore. And so my whole, you know, his family's destroyed, whatever, but he doesn't give a fuck anymore. So here's what happened is, and this is why I don't, I don't agree with this is because when you enter this pain zone, when you enter this pressure zone where your wife or your kids or, or your life or your job or whatever has created this pressure, your wife leaving you, your wife having an affair, um, you know, she says she doesn't love you, your kids being little assholes to you, your job firing you. When all of this pressure happens, you either lean into it or you lean out of it. And what this guy did was he decided after having all this pressure and experiencing all this stuff, he leaned out of it. And he basically went to a place of no pressure. And what, what happens is when you lose that, you now lost your opportunity for growth. You've lost your opportunity for leveraging the tears you've paid. So he, he took those tears 
He invested the tears, but he never got a return on his investment. And he's never going to grow through it because he avoided and did not actually do the work to become an empowered man. So guess what will happen? He'll find himself in another relationship. A year, two, three, four, five years down the road, he will be in the exact same spot. Why? Because we attract the same type of person that we had in the first place. So those of you who have affair partners, this either isn't your first woman uh, who's had an affair on you, or it won't be the last one that's had an affair on you unless you change your habits and your patterns that helped you attract this person in the first place, okay? And so this pressure builds up and you have to come to a place of going, okay, do I want to leverage this pressure and turn it into something positive or do I wanna just let it go, okay? And some of you, you get to this high point and you're high pitched and you come in here and you post in the group and you say all these things and you're high pitched, high pitched, high pitched. I can usually tell the ones who will be gone in a second because you'll post all this shit. You'll be constant pain, constant pain, constant pain. And then you'll just bottom out and you'll go, I don't give a fuck anymore. And you'll just, you'll just literally crawl in a hole and emotionally die. And, and the way normally men do that is they go find themselves fucking someone else. They go find themselves in another relationship. They go, they go just take the pain to somebody else. But look, if you've been cut, you're going to bleed on the next girl. If your wife, if your relationship now has cut you and has hurt you emotionally and you don't heal from that, you're going to bleed on the next person. So it's imperative that you literally manage this pressure in a healthy way, that you don't allow it to get so bad. You've got heart attack, mental illness, depression, et cetera. And you also don't let it get so bad uh, so little pressure that you have complacency, apathy, and you just don't give a fuck anymore because neither of those extremes are going to help you become an empowered man. So if your goal, if your end goal is to become an empowered man, not to win your marriage back, not just to whatever, to be successful, but if your goal is to become an empowered man, an empowered man looks like a man that steps into pain, a man that doesn't shy away from his weaknesses, that leans into his shit and says, I'm going to go through this no matter what. If you decide you want to be an empowered man, this is for you. If you if you don't, go ahead and press pause. Go ahead and press stop. Unsubscribe to my podcast list. Get out of my group. Get off my email list. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't care because I don't need you in here to make me feel good about me. I don't need you to listen to my podcast to make me feel good about me. I know there are men that need this message and they want to hear it and they're all in. <clears throat> if that's not you, that's cool. Ha have a great day. So let's talk about three examples of pressure. So, cause I want to do is this is really esoteric. This is kind of out there. And so I want to like bring this in for you uh, to give you some examples of what this looks like. So if you've ever gone to a Starbucks or if you've ever gone to a coffee shop, you will see a barista. That's the coffee maker person, person who makes coffee, what they call pulling shots. Now Starbucks has these like automated machines that are not done the same way, but I used to run a coffee shop back in the day and we had the older machines that you find in like Italy and shit. And basically what happens is you take, you take your, um, your, your, I don't even remember the names of these things, but like, basically it's a, it's a pod and it has a handle on it. And you take that pod and you put the espresso in it. You grind the espresso beans, you put the, you put it in there and then you tamp it down. Okay. So you, you tamp, you take this like tamping thing. It was probably funny if you're watching this or if you're listening, you're like, what the hell is he talking about? It, it's this like, object, if you will, that, that smashes the coffee into this thing. And what it does, it get in there nice and packed, nice and tight. And then you put it up in the espresso machine and you crank it over to the right. So it's stuck in there. So now you've got coffee in a small confined space with no gaps in it at all. 
for the purpose of creating a massive amount of pressure in a focal in a focal focused sense. I can't talk this morning. And so you put it in there and then you turn on the machine. The machine starts to heat up this water and it is looking for an entry point to come into the coffee. And when it finds that entry point, what it finds is a, a really compact thing of coffee. So it needs a lot of pressure built up and needs a lot of water built up to, to be able to then make the espresso come out of the two ends of the, uh, the, the coffee thing. I don't remember what it's called. And so when you turn it on, it heats up, it does that. If there's not enough pressure, guess what happens? You get like, like watery coffee. Anybody drink watery coffee? It's gross. It's disgusting. If you try to order an espresso and it's like watered down, you're like, this is weak. This is not real espresso. Real espresso has a punch you in the face kind of taste. It is, it is bold. It's strong. Like you just know you're drinking espresso. Why? Because you're getting the essence of the bean. You're getting the essence of what it, the character of that bean. Okay. I hope you see where I'm going with this. But when you have the right amount of pressure and everything's been packed in there properly, what comes out is this proper, great, amazing taste. And it only happens and it's only high quality if there's been enough pressure applied to the bean, to the, the, um, the, the coffee itself. If you don't have that amount of pressure, you're going to get shit coffee. So an espresso machine is an analogy for your life. Okay. Not enough pressure is a low quality person. You are not going to be an empowered man if there's not enough pressure in your life. But when there's enough pressure, when the right amount of pressure is applied and you have compacted yourself into this place of going, I am going to fucking win and I am going to become an empowered man. And I'm making those choices that as soon as that pressure hits you, the real essence of who you are comes out. But if it's not been packed in there properly, if you've not gone all in on yourself, if you've not put yourself in the place of vulnerability and going, I'm all in in this thing, and I'm going to allow the pressure to make the best coffee in the world, you are going to lose. And so you have to put yourself in a place of vulnerability. You have to put yourself in a place where you must let the pressure bring out the essence of who you are. Not enough pressure brings out a watered down version of you. Too much pressure would not be good either. And I honestly don't even know what would happen with too much pressure in a coffee machine. I don't know if it would blow up. I'm not sure exactly what would happen, but the coffee wouldn't taste right. But the right amount of pressure with the right amount of application will help create this amazing coffee because it's the true essence of the bean. It's the true essence of what the flavor and the taste is. That's who you are. You're that coffee and the right amount of pressure in your life is gonna create an amazing cup of espresso. All right, for those of you who are not coffee drinkers, I got another analogy for you. So when, when we drive down the road every day, we use this thing called tires to get us from point A to point B. We have the car and it has four tires to get us there. Now, how many of you know if there's no pressure in the tire, you ain't going nowhere? So look, if there's no pressure in your life, you can't get from A to B. How many of you know also if there's too much pressure, it can explode and you can cause all kinds of damage to the car, uh, to your to your tires. Your tires will explode if there's too much pressure. But what happens when you have the right amount of pressure? The right amount of pressure gives you prolonged life. It, it gives you great fuel economy 
and better handling. So the right amount of pressure, and when pressure is leveraged properly, right? There's a tire, it's got a tube inside of it. The right amount of pressure lifts the car up, enables it to drive, and makes the and lets the tires live longer, just like your life. Your life will live longer. When you have the right amount of pressure in your life, you're not depressed and sad, and you're not having a heart attack. You're in that right amount of pressure. And then fuel economy, you're gonna get the best fuel economy when you've got your tires properly done. Bad, bad pressure equals bad fuel economy. And better handling, I love this one, better handling of your life when you have the right amount of pressure. The right amount of pressure will lead to better handling in your life. All right, and the final analogy. Hopefully these aren't too cheesy. Hopefully you guys are getting this. Hopefully this is helping you. Hopefully you're starting to understand and see why I am not, uh, why I'm not a, an advocate of just venting. Yeah, Fred said, weak coffee sucks. Weak men are not empowered. Exactly, Fred. Exactly. All right, so here's the final analogy here. There's this idea, not an idea. That's a bad intro. <laughs> There's this thing called coal. And coal, when put under the right amount of pressure, turns into a diamond. You get a diamond inside of the coal, right? You have to crush through it or whatever. But coal, coal doesn't turn into a diamond overnight. Like it doesn't, it doesn't just happen. Like it takes years and 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 for prolonged pressure. And the other piece of that is heat. So in order for you to have a diamond, you have to number one, play the long game. And number two, there has to be enough heat, which creates that pressure for the diamond to be formed within the coal. So if you want diamonds in your life, you have to be in this for the long haul. This has to be a long game. Look, I know I'm talking like really out there for some of you. Some of you are not used to thinking this way, but this is the shit that the top people in the world do. They think long-term. They do not think short-term. Some of you are playing the short game way too much and you've got to back the fuck up and go, okay, if I want real results in my life, I've got to play the long game. I can't come into transformation and think, well, I'm just going to do a couple things and then my wife will want to come back to me. I'm just going to do this and my job will be amazing. I'm just going to do that and my wife will stop cheating on me. Uh, I'm going to just do this. Like, like you're just looking for hacks and, and advice and tricks and all these things versus going, you know what? What if what got me here won't get me to where I want to go and where I want to be? So therefore, in order for me to really grow, what I've got to do is have a mental picture of a long game. And in that long game, I'm going to continuously turn up the heat because I know that the more I turn up the heat, the better espresso I'm going to get, the better the pressure comes, the more pressure that comes, the prolonged life because I'm living a healthy life, the better economy I'm going to get for myself, the better handling of myself because I know how to regulate my energy. I know how to regulate uh, the amount of pressure that's coming into my life. I'm not just venting to my friends. I'm not just spewing out shit about what my wife does. I'm not just coming into random groups with random strangers and talking about how bad my wife is and how much of a whore she is and, and all this other shit because I've learned to leverage the pressure because I've learned to come to a place where I realize it's not all about her, that it's very much about me. And if I'm going to live an empowered life versus a disempowered life like a little boy, that if I want to live an empowered life like a real man, 
I'm not going to blame all of my shit on someone else that I'm going to own my shit, that I'm going to play the long game, that I'm going to turn up the heat on my own life, that I'm going to uh, not be apathetic anymore because I want to be high quality in the espresso that comes out of me because the being that I am, like I'm actually a really good guy. I'm actually a really amazing man, but I'm not allowing the pressure in life to create something even better because I think that I don't have what it fucking takes. Let me tell you something. If you don't think you have what it takes, you will just be manipulated manipulating the fuck out of your wife to try to get her back. You will be creating all kinds of weird shit. You will try to control her. You will try to do all kinds of things to try to make your wife love you again, to make your job be successful again, to make your kids love you again, because you are an insecure little man. And the security of a real man does not come from whether or not his wife is cheating on him. It doesn't come from whether or not his kids respect him. It doesn't come from all these external factors. It comes from right inside. An empowered man says, you know what? Life might be throwing all kinds of shit at me. There might be all kinds of pressure, but I'm going to leverage the pressure. I'm going to leverage the tears and turn it into an ROI I can get. A return on investment. Too much pressure is bad. Too little pressure is bad. So I want to talk about this idea of creating pressure by filling yourself with the desire for transformation. You can literally create pressure by filling yourself with the desire to transform. If you've, get into, if you've gotten to the place where you're done with your marriage, you're done with your relationship, you're done with whatever the fuck was causing you pressure in the first place, and you just get to a place of apathy, you're missing out on an opportunity to transform into a new man, to an empowered man. And the way that happens is by creating pressure, by filling yourself with the desire for transformation. That desire for change, that desire for transformation is something that you build inside. I can try to motivate you. I can inspire you. I can tell you all kinds of things about you and, and, and just really fill you up and do all that. But the best transformation comes from the inspiration that comes from inside. It's the internal, it's the man inside that says, you know what? I don't want to live like this anymore. It's not acceptable. For example, financially, some of you think it's acceptable to live on $3,000 a month. In my world, I would fucking die if I lived on $3,000 a month. That wouldn't even pay my house bill, okay? But your world, you've said this is acceptable. And so you're okay with that and you just live that way. But you're, you know deep down you're capable of doing way more. But because you don't, because you don't think you have what it takes, because you're afraid of doing the work to actually get to a point where financially you're doing really well and you're afraid of success, that creates this vacuum for you where you just cower. You cower under the pressure. And instead of creating the pressure to transform, you just literally release it. You complain about your job. You complain about how you don't make enough money. You complain about how nothing's for free. You you write me emails and 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 say how I just cost money and, and I don't want to do anything for free and playing the victim and all this other shit because you don't want to actually fucking do the work it takes to get to my level or other people's levels who are successful in life who've put in the fucking sacrifice to get to where we're at. That's what happens. On the flip of that is you can release pressure in the healthiest way possible, which is self-transformation. So we can either create the desire for it by filling ourselves with that desire for transformation, or we can release the pressure with self-transformation. So here's some practical, practical things that you can do right now.
So number one, stop venting to everyone you know because you're letting your pressure escape. Stop talking about your situation with your friends and your mom and your dad and just complaining about her and how she doesn't love you and how she's cheated on you, how much of a bitch and a whore she is, all this stuff that you've been doing, stop it right fucking now because it is not helping you at all. It's releasing pressure in an unhealthy way. And what's going to happen is you're going to get to the bottom. You're going to have nothing left to give to your kids because you're not coming at it from a healthy place. You're going to get to the bottom and you're going to go attract the wrong person and do it all over again. And you're going to find yourself in this pattern of marriage number three, four, and five going, what the fuck's wrong with me? Why can't I attract this amazing woman? Well, gee, mister, if you'd actually do the fucking transformational work, you will do that because when you've done transformational work, you actually can look around and you can start to sense. I can be around women and sense the issues they have about them. I can see the dysfunction in their life and I go, I would not want that in my life. Therefore, no, thank you. I don't care how fucking hot you are. I don't care how amazing you are, but I can see the, the dysfunction because I used to attract that dysfunction into my life. And so now as I've done the transformational work, what do I attract into my life? High quality people, high quality woman in my life now, high quality people around me, even my clients, like everything has gone up because what will happen is the more you raise the pressure in your life, the more you raise your own transformation in your life, the less people can be around you, can be an influence on you that aren't able to be at your level. I believe in giving to people who are still working on, on, on those emotional areas and on, on those, whatever, but like, you've got to level up. Like I just, I just paid a lot of money for a new, uh, coach in the, in my personal, uh, physical walk. So in my, in my physical being nutrition, exercise, all those things, I just paid a shit ton of money for that because I knew that this guy could get me to where I want to go much faster much quicker. And I want to be in the environment that he is in. He, he even offered, he's like, Hey, I got a cheaper program. You can do it with my other coaches. And I said, no, I said, give me your best one. I want the number one program you've got. I want it with you and you alone. That's, that's what I want. And I'm willing to spend the money on it because I am worth it. Not that he's worth it. I am worth it. I'm worth investing in. I am worth saying, you know what? I want this transformational growth around me. Number two, harness the pressure by getting laser focused on your own growth. So don't vent. And number two, harness the pressure by getting laser focused on your own growth. Make the best espresso. Create a diamond. Create efficiency. Become that. That's where you have to be. You have to harness that pressure and get laser focused on the man you want to become. Yeah, Nate, even pros have coaches. I give the Tom Brady example all the time. You know, if you watch football, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, LeBron James, every single top athlete in the world, every single high performer in the world has other coaches because they realize they can't see all of their blind spots. I may be aware of certain ones, but there's no way I can fix every certain thing that would make me God. And I'm not God. I need other men. I need other people in my life who can show me where I can level up and get better. Love that. Thanks, Nate, for sharing that. So number three. So so one is don't vent to everyone. Number two is harness the pressure by getting laser focused on your own growth. And number three is leverage that pressure into an ROI on your tears. So those of you dealing with the divorce stuff, dealing with separation, dealing with the shit in your life, 
The number one thing you got to do is diffuse the power she has over you. One of my clients yesterday, we were walking through this exact process and we, we walk through what we call the five power zones in a relationship and, uh, and is one of the very first exercises we do as a team. And as we were walking through that, those five power zones with him, there was a few key things that came up that showed where his wife had the pressure uh, or where she had his balls in, in, a, in a vice grip. And I pointed out thing number one, and I was like, what would happen if we made this small tweak? And he's like, oh my gosh, that right there would change a ton. And I was like, okay, all right. I, and I said, here's, here's number two. I said, what if we made this small change? And he's like, oh my gosh, yes. And he, he totally leaned into it. And he's like, yeah, if I do those two things in the next couple of weeks, she won't have, she won't have any of it. And so that's this man literally invested in our program. He invested a lot of his own, uh, you know, uh, he invested a lot financially, emotionally, spiritually, like he invested in the program and immediately we we're able to find those two tweaks that automatically diffuse the power his wife has over him. And that's what happens when you leverage the pressure, when you leverage the pressure, you don't just vent. He didn't just, call, you know, if he just called me to complain, I say that to guys saying, hey, it feels like you're just calling a complain to me. And I'm not here to just listen to you vent and complain because that shit don't move you forward. What moves you forward is having a fucking plan. It's actually standing up, not laying down, standing up and saying, you know what? I'm tired of living this way. I'm tired of letting the pressure go. I'm tired of having no pressure in my life. Most of you are not in that place. Most of you are in the place of like, I've got a shit ton of pressure, but you don't know how to harness it. and You don't know how to leverage it. That's what we're here for. That's exactly what the Empowered Man VIP program does. That's what we do in our coaching and our mentoring. That's what we do is we help you leverage this. The second thing you've got to do is heal from the trauma of what you've experienced. So leveraging the pressure looks like diffusing the power your wife has over you and also looks like healing from the trauma of what you've experienced. Most men never heal from what they've been through. They never fucking heal from it because they don't want to do the work. They don't want to face the pain. They're like little boys who've gotten a cut and they don't want that hydroxin, uh, hydrogen peroxide to go on their cut and bubble up and make them cry. They don't want to do it. They don't want to address it. And the men that do that lose. You fucking lose. Like, it doesn't hurt me when you don't want to heal. It hurts you when you don't want to heal. And you know who else it hurts? It hurts your kids. It hurts your children when you don't actually heal. And you know who else it hurts? Your future relationships. Because you go into them bitter, you go into them from this place of, um, I don't trust you and I'll never trust another woman. You'll never be vulnerable. You'll never actually get to experience the fullness of love that you potentially could experience in your life because you are living this hidden life that is not vulnerable. The final piece of leveraging looks like you becoming a fucking leader. It looks like you becoming a fucking leader. You lead through influence, both internally and externally. So if you want to leverage the pressure into an ROI in your tears, you got to diffuse the power your wife, the world has over you. You got to heal from the trauma you've experienced. And number three, you got to become a fucking leader. That's my recommendation to you guys. Guys, I hope this was uh, helpful. I went a little bit longer than normal. Uh, feel free to post some comments below if you have any questions. And if not, I'll see you when I see you. Hey, if what you heard today really resonated with you and you want to connect with me, then here's what I want you to do. Pull out your phone right now and go to empoweredman.co slash group 
That's empoweredman.co.com.co slash group. So you can join our free Facebook group and connect with me there. We also have a ton of free content and trainings in that group to help you when you join. So until then, this is Mark signing off on Empowered AF.